I want to first of all say a word of welcome to all of you for our worship today. Um, some might call it the midweek trip to the well, where we get restored. I'm delighted to see we also have a choir in the balcony. Oh, no, this is the uh, facilities group. <laughs> Thank you for joining us all. Anyway, you're all very welcome. Pastor Scott and Pastor Melissa are um, on vacation, or what we might call a theologically a mini-sabbatical, where they can get rest for the body and refreshment for the mind and spirit. Uh, we'll see them back in a couple of weeks. I also want to say a word of thanks to uh, Mary Lee Waltz, who is our speaker today. Um, she is uh, going to be celebrating her 26th anniversary as a part of this uh, campus uh, staff uh, in August now. So uh, we thank her for her uh, uh, willingness to be with us today. She serves as a pillar up in the University Advancement Office, uh, one we all lean on. And she brings a quiet presence, a strong faith, and a supportive spirit. So we thank you for being with us today. And uh, we'll see, she may be assisted by uh, the Vice President Steve Wheatley. Uh, uh, we'll see if he makes it. If not, we certainly will give him a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Let us pray together. God, in the middle of this day, I believe, Lord, help our unbelief. Grant me more courage to love my enemies. Stir in me the capacity to listen more than speak. Free me from the grip of criticism and complaining. Set loose your spirit to tug on my spirit. Call me away from unbelief to a resilient believing. Believing in you this day. Believing in you this moment. Believing in you now and always. Amen. The text for today is from Philippians 4, verses 11 through 13. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether we're well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through Christ Jesus, who gives me strength. Mary Lee. Good morning. Ooh, quite a few of you. <laughs> nice to see. Thank you for coming. Um, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. This was the hardest scripture I had to commit to memory when I was involved in a crown ministry class several years ago. If you couldn't recite the scripture for the lesson, you had to sit on a very uncomfortable stool with a jester's cap. You couldn't participate in the evening's discussion. And the worst part, no dessert at the end of the evening. And yes, I wore the jester's hat several times. Not because I wanted to, but it's the memory thing. I not only struggled with the verbiage of this scripture, but with opening my heart and letting the Holy Spirit come in and minister its meaning to me. The secret to contentment in a walk with the Lord remains a mystery to most of us, as we always want more and our culture finds our culture feeds that need and greed. 
I recently heard a progressive rant on money by a Christian comedian whose name escapes me. He said that the root of all evil is money, along with greed, discontent, and your word of the day, avarice, which is the extreme greed for wealth or material gain, and a dozen other things which all fuel the reality that takes our eyes off of Jesus. Then he said, let's be clear. Without money, we'd have a hard time delivering the critical help to so many in need. In the same way, how does our need for technology fuel our capacity to tend to those who need to hear a word of encouragement? All, how does all this material stuff that is before us be used to deliver and spread the message of God's enduring love? Our cars help transport, uh, transport those in need to a job, to school, to a doctor's appointment, or to church for fellowship and to hear the word. Our computers as well help us share information and to educate. Also, as I look to the cross at the top of Mount Clef, I think of the gift from the Pedersen family, the gift of their ranch land some 50-plus years ago a gift which led to the establishment of this university to educate leaders and for the influence of the future. And if you haven't heard the story of Richard Pedersen, who wanted his birthplace used to, quote, provide youth the benefits of Christian education, unquote, as he waited to meet Dr. Orville Dahl, you really don't know the story of CLU as only Steve Wheatley can tell it. The key to contentment is not found in our possessions or lack of them, but in our faith and our relationship with God as fed and nurtured by the ministry and the Spirit of Jesus. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. That is both a promise and a reality if we let the Spirit in to rule our hearts and our minds. Let us pray. Dear loving and Father God, please keep us close to you, slow us down, stifle our anxiousness. I am so thankful for all your gifts, your gifts so graciously and lovingly given, in the joy in knowing you as my Abba, my strength, my contentment. Amen. Thank you, Mary Lee, for your reflection and especially on that great text, source of inspiration for all of us. We're going to read now Psalm 91, and I think we'll, uh, I'm going to have you read it alternately. I will have this be uh, first verse. This group and the balcony can be on the second verse, and then we'll alternate through that. So we're on Psalm 91. Uh, in the Red Hymn Book, you'll find it in the front section. Um, where uh, before you get to the hymns, Psalm 91. You who dwell in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, say to the Lord, Future.
This hymn, or this psalm, is the foundation for what great hymn that we sing. On eagle's wings, yeah, and he will raise you up on eagle's wings. This is where most of the verses for that song come from. Before our closing prayer, I want to do again say a word of appreciation for all of you being here, especially for our great friends and colleagues from the facilities. You know, there's many different forms of worship that go on in this campus during the week, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and uh, there are also a number from uh, facilities who, instead of coming and sitting down, they're activists, they take a walk up to the cross on the uh, top of the uh, Mount Clef and have time for prayer there. And I'm sure if some of you would like to join them uh, some Thursday morning, you're welcome to do that if you're looking for more action. I don't know if you're doing it in the heat of the summer, are you? All right. <laughs> It'll start up again, I'm sure, when uh, things cool down. And I want to just also remind you that uh, Julius Bianchi, who is with us this morning, that we're going to be having a very special farewell reception for him this afternoon from 3 to 5 in the Lundring Center, and we're hoping uh, you can take time to come and thank him for his wonderful service and his career with us. Let's join together in our closing prayer. O oh, ingenious God, I rejoice in the way creation is knit together fully, faithfully, continually. This day created me a simple heart to not be confused by disappointments, to not expect truths to be painless, to not mistake busyness for meaningful work, to be brave enough to sing and not always in private, compassionate enough to risk an important conversation, and humble enough to admit trouble and seek help, and to celebrate the love you have for me, for others, the world, and the cosmos. Amen.